have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Bang! He's back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. Here's Middleton. Giannis trailing the lob. Welcome back to The Playbook, a podcast all about the NBA and a part of the All Indie Sports Network. I'd like to start off as per usual with a thanks to our title sponsor, Jack Brown Videography, the best wedding videographer in Louisville, Indianapolis, and beyond. But as usual, I'm your host, Sal, joined by my co-host, Mark. Uh, Mark, how's it going? It's going great. How are you, Sal? Pretty good. We've got a lot to cover uh, from this past week. Uh, we have new NBA champions, uh, a few trades, uh, and a ton of rumors. Um, but let's start off with probably the biggest story of the NBA in this past uh, week, which is uh, the Warriors winning the championship. Probably um, the past season. I'm sorry? Probably the past season, as it is every year. I guess, yeah, wins. of course. Um, but since we last did our podcast, this is the biggest storyline here. Um, but yeah, the Warriors have been crowned NBA champions. Uh, Steph Curry getting his first finals MVP. Adding that to his resume, which uh, was one of the missing pieces that he would he wanted to chase after, um, and yeah, this uh, series went to six. Golden State closed out in Boston. Uh, Mark, let's hear your initial thoughts uh, for when 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 did we last uh, talk about this series in Game Five or Game Four? I think it was Game Four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it went exactly as how both of us expected it to go. Right, like we, I think we both said Warriors in six, so this yeah. wasn't exactly a shock either to either of us. But uh, I mean, they're just simply put a better team. They are just better than the Celtics. They have a better roster than the Celtics. Their players know what they're doing in the finals more so than the Celtics players do. Their coach as well, um, even though I can't even begin to pin any of this on Yudoka, who was incredible in his rookie year as a coach, but. Um, Aside from that, like, Steph Curry is an animal. Yeah. Game six, Clay did not show Five up. Five for 20. Did not show up. Um, all that hype about game six, Clay, just for him to have 12 points. But yeah. Curry, Jordan Poole. Draymond had a good game, too. First one of the series. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Game five, Gary Payton. Gary Payton the second. Started playing like his daddy. Yeah, yeah, the defense is there. Um, defense was and the and actual shot making. What I think he's like yeah. six or eight. And then uh, Draymond's almost tanked game five for them. Definitely not the best finals performance of his career. But, that, uh, that honestly, game, that like, game six though, that was probably one of the best games I've ever watched. Uh, like it was so good. Uh, it started off, I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna go to seven because the, the Celtics were up like twenty-one to, to like six or something, and it was just like like the Warriors were so scrambled, and then the Warriors went for like ten minutes on just a twenty-one nothing run, uh, where the Celtics didn't score for like almost a whole like I don't know, it was like eight minutes or something. Uh, which was nuts, and then it was just a game of runs, and it kept on going back and forth. Um, but the Warriors ended up pulling it off in the last uh, last quarter. Steph hit some crazy shots, big transition threes, um, 
and uh, really like Tatum didn't show up uh, as as per usual in this series uh, in the fourth quarter. I think the Warriors were pretty comfortable with him taking those shots. Uh, Jalen Brown, though, great series for him. Um, but uh, there's been a lot of new narratives around uh, Tatum now and how good he really is, or if he's not ready They're for stupid. That's for the finals. Um, They're stupid, and anyone who says Jalen Brown is better than Tatum is reaction incredibly reactionary and just not right they're just simply put wrong Jalen Brown the guy who is incapable of dribbling a basketball is not better than Jason Tatum let's let's, uh, let's let's get that out of the way really quickly um, I don't care about a six game series yes okay the best players show up in the finals LeBron scored eight points in a finals game one time does that mean Mario Chalmers was better than him because he probably had more than eight points that game I assume <laughs> but um, no, that Jalen Brown is not better than him. He's still the best player on that team. Um, maybe maybe if people are overhyping him, calling him some like next Kobe that type of stuff, but no one really was. So yeah, it's just no need to go too crazy over one series. Now we'll see if this develop. We'll see if he even makes it back to the finals again. First of all, yeah, it's hard for players um, to but, uh, make finals once at least. Exactly. Look at Chris Paul. Look at how long it took him. Yeah. Uh, he probably won't be back. But um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's really too many new narratives. I think. I think it just confirmed a lot of stuff, except about Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, the second best player on a he's, championship team. He's uh he's been through it, as throughout his NBA career. He started at like looking incredible. He started looking like the Maple Mamba, one rookie of the year. Then I think his second year was also second or maybe third was really good as well. And then he just tailed off and uh, got traded for D'Angelo Russell. Two players whose careers ever since the trade have gone in very different directions. Yeah. He was stayed exactly where he has and now Minnesota was training. But Andrew Wiggins, elite two-way player now. Elite two-way player. Super big beneficiary of the Warriors system and everything they do there. Uh, I can't envision him being on the Warriors for too much longer, though, because they don't have enough money. Did you see the video of... Uh, you get a bag! At the live stream, yeah, it was him yeah. and Poole and Otto Porter talking about they're getting bags this offseason. Yeah, they don't have enough money for that. Let's yeah. be real here. Not all of them are getting I don't know. Deals. I don't know how they could retain Wiggins. They cannot. Um, yeah, I saw, like, a lot... Of, like, I heard that it was already... Confirm that he can't play there next season. Like, I mean, they're not going to trade Clay, so they um, very simply cannot afford. Yeah, I don't know. Players. I don't know how they do it, honestly. Next year should be big for Kaminga, though. If they get rid of Wiggins, Kaminga should have a much bigger role next season. Yeah, because um, they'll probably try to do similar things with him, even though Wiggins is so much more skilled than Kaminga, probably ever will be, but. Uh, in terms of like the athletic ability and like build, it's not too far off. Um, but yeah, the skill level is obviously a gigantic gap. But um, and hopefully Moody has a bigger role as well. Wiseman, a huge. I have no hopes for James Wiseman. You see James Wiseman's uh, Kobe uh, picture. Yes. Uh, How do you have so little so shame? Funny. <laughs> How do you have so, so little shame? He knows it's funny though. 
Oh, probably. Absolutely. probably. <laughs> no, he definitely. Know, he, he didn't play. He, he knows didn't it's play funny. a minute all season. <laughs> no, he knows it's funny. Um, but I have no hope for James Wiseman personally. I wasn't as high on him as most people going into the draft. First of all, uh, that's just that was just that was just me before he got hurt or anything. I just wasn't as big on him. Um, but yeah, no, he hasn't exactly. In the times he has played, he hasn't shown me anything either. But I'm not throwing the towel on him, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah. If Wiggins is gone, Poole's gonna get paid. Poole is gonna get paid. If he doesn't get paid by the Warriors, someone's gonna throw, like, a max contract at him. Yeah. Which, I can, uh, uh, I, can I still don't know if I would be paying Poole a max contract. Yeah, totally I'd, I'd be that. a little hesitant on that as well. Um, I probably would, because max contracts, like for me at least, the when I start when I first was watching basketball, right? Max contracts were were uh, thirty million, and um, it's kind of hard for me to get out of the mindset of a max contract being like near forty now, right? Yeah. So, I, I personally wouldn't pay Poole more than thirty million, because. Um, this was really his like big breakout year, and I would want to see him do it again, even on a big on a bigger platform. Before I'm giving him like a four year, hundred sixty million dollar contract, so or five year, one seventy, I think is the biggest rookie extension he can get since he didn't make an NBA team, something along those lines. But that's just me personally. Uh, who else needs to get paid? All their other guys like Auto Porter, that type of stuff. That's not really a big concern, to be fair. But, um... Otter Porter will get good money. Well, what is good money? No, like... He's not getting more than 10 million. I think he'll get, like, 7. Eh, maybe on, a, like, a 1 plus 1 deal. Yeah, but... Like, like I think teams team. understand... Very, I think teams understand very well... On a good like, team. On the... You're, it's a lot easier to look good on the Warriors than it is most teams. And one team has already made the mistake of paying Otto Porter a crazy contract, so I don't know if many other teams are going to do it again. But what, a seven million one year deal. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe a one plus one, but like I can't see him getting like a three year like that. You remember no. that Doug McDermott deal? It's like three years, twenty one million. Oh, I for can't the see for like the um, Spurs. The Pacers. Wasn't that on the Pacers? He had a three years, twenty one million. No. Are you sure? I I don't believe so. Um, Let's check. I know the contract he's on now is pretty big. Um, now I think is three signed, years twenty-one. Signed with the Spurs. No, now is three years forty-one. Yeah, on the Pacers is three years twenty-one. Like, twenty-one can, total. Yeah, twenty-one total, not a year. Uh, and Otto is already. Oh, Otto's only twenty-nine. Wow, why do I think he's old, much older? Yeah. But uh, yeah, he. He didn't even shoot that well during the regular season, so I can't see him getting a huge deal or anything. Don't think he's included. I, I think he'll probably just stay with the Warriors for like a lower deal, like a fine, like a mid-level exception, yeah, something like that. But um, who else on that team? I'm not sure. I wonder what all the bonuses are for all the players. I know Al Horford, got, Al Horford got five million for making the finals, uh, and won. then if he won, he'd get another seven. Oh, Al Horford's probably never going to have a championship then. It's so sad. It is quite sad. Still a Hall of Famer, though. No doubt in my mind. Al Horford is an NBA Hall of... Or, sorry, not NBA. Basketball Hall of Famer. 
that's just the way I see it. But uh, let's talk about winners and losers. Yeah, let's let's do that. This NBA Finals. I think that the biggest winner, one hundred percent, is Steph. Even though he really shouldn't be, uh, I think in the public eye, at least, he's the biggest winner. But I still don't think just him having a Finals MVP now officially, even though everyone knows he should have had one in twenty fifteen. Uh, I don't. I think that propels him up people's all time rankings a lot. Like I saw Shannon Sharp today, or maybe it was yesterday, kicked Shaq out of his top ten all time. Um, gonna be honest, uh, him getting a Finals MVP did not really move him at all for me. So, well, I already had him as best point guard of all time. I still so, have him at like. What, what did you have him as? I have him as well. Okay, for me personally, I don't like ranking players I didn't watch. So out of everyone I've seen. He's like number three all time for me, or number two, sorry. Like I'm not gonna rank like Michael Jordan because I was born in 2004, so I have no real interest in putting Michael Jordan on an all time list. But um, Fair enough. yeah, I only put players that I've seen and seen like the good bits. Like I'm not gonna put Kobe either. Um, but yeah, for me he's number two, and only behind LeBron. But if if I were to talk, like if I were to look at all time, uh, I definitely have him as my best point guard of all time. No hesitation in my mind. I already had him as that before. This this championship didn't really change anything for me. But uh, that's that's just my view on it. All right, that's uh, probably controversial. Um, it shouldn't be. It's right. accurate. It's accurate. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. Why? Where's he? Where's Where's he on yours? I don't know. I think I have him at eleven. Or. Er- 12. 12? Who do you have above? My whole list? I'll just read it. Yeah. I'll just say it in, in no order because I don't have like it written down. You know, we got the obvious ones. Mike, Braun, um, Kareem, uh, Larry, uh, Hakeem, Tim Duncan. Uh, I'd what s- makes Tim Duncan over a better than... Or Hakeem, what puts them above Steph? Uh, Especially Tim Duncan. Well, I feel like I can't rate Steph until he's like retired. Why not? Because it's harder. It's hard because LeBron's LeBron's different. How big do you think the gap is between Steph and LeBron? Um, probably pretty significant. Not like I. I think if you like, I think it's a couple years away. I think it depends what you value. If you're more longevity, if you value longevity more, then it's bigger. But if you just look at, if you're looking more so at the peaks, then I don't think it's that big. I really don't. But if you're a big longevity person, then it's then yeah, I can see this significance because what Steph's been sick for like eight nine years. LeBron's been sick for like 19. almost twenty. Yeah. yeah. So it's that like it depends what you value. It. I'm not gonna argue that Steph is better than LeBron because. There's no point in doing that, but um, yeah, I don't think it's I don't I don't think it'd be too crazy though, either way. Uh, but what put, what makes Tim Duncan better than? I didn't know if I was gonna be engaging in this uh, this little uh, debate. Well, at eleven in the morning. I guess it's twelve, closer to twelve now. It's eleven fifty. Um. I, I don't know. I don't know Tim Duncan's report uh, of his accolades off the top of my head. You have a computer in front of you, don't you? 
Though don't just well, check I, it out I, of this I one. I didn't watch Tim Duncan, so that's why. So I then, said, why are you putting him on there? That's why I gotta like. Well, then I can't. But then I can only put players from 2018 or higher if I was ranking based on only if I watched. See, that's the way I do. Yeah, that's but that's okay. Um, let's uh, get back onto our topic of winners and losers here. Um, Steph, biggest winner. Wiggins, huge winner. Yeah, Wiggins. Draymond, loser. Uh, I don't know about that. Absolutely. That performance in the finals, I do not. Yeah, okay, good game six. Games one to five. Did not look like an NBA player. <laughs> did not look like an NBA player. So, loser, without a doubt. Um, uh, loser. Would you say, Mr. Durant is a loser? Because they won. Uh, they won sure. with Wiggins there in his place. They won with Harrison Barnes in his place. Okay, they didn't come up against the same teams. With I know. Like with but... the, like with Harrison Barnes, they came up against Kevin Love and Kyrie Worker. Yeah. But... Um. So. Now, to be fair, that is like the second. It still shows, that I guess they didn't, they don't need him. I guess. No, well, I think most people knew they never needed him. Like they won without him, they won twice with him, sure, but they don't. But um, yeah, that definitely negates from his uh, wings, I suppose. That's how you want to look at it. But um, also the yeah, I guess the guy that uh, another loser would be the. Uh, Celtics tattoo guy, if you haven't seen that guy. Oh, God. Tattoo. Ta- tattooed. 2022 so Boston close. Champions. Like, in the so middle. Close. Was it the middle of the season? I can't even remember when it was. It might have been before the season, honestly. I'm not I sure. I can't even remember. But, um, yeah, he, he was close. He was two wins away from that. Two damn wins away from Now, that. if you were him, would you get it? the last number changed to 2023? So that's Absolutely. like, you know, rather than actually, like, honestly, I just try to get thing. the whole thing removed. I just try to get the whole thing removed. Because first of all, I think it's just an ugly tattoo. It is a very ugly tattoo. But if he got it, it would have been ugly, but also like the sickest thing. Because then he called it. Yeah. But um, um, another loser, obviously Tatum. I mean, the Celtics as a whole, because obviously they lost. <laughs> yeah. Tatum's Actually, no, Al Horford's a big winner. Yeah, yeah. Al well, n- still no, because he lost. Yeah, but he, he like showed his value I'm sh- again I'm on certain, the big stage. I'm, certain he, I'm, I'm a thousand percent certain you ask him, he would have been like, no, I rather would have played like Draymond, but actually won. I, I'm, I'm totally certain of it. I think any player would rather have a championship than have one good series. Exactly. So... Uh, I, I would call it, you could call him a winner, sure, but I don't know. Um, yeah, those are the, who else is there? The uh, Lakers Bob are Myers. still tied with the um, Celtics. Sure, I guess that makes, I mean, I won't call say that makes it a winner, but Bob Myers, big winner. That's the GM, that right? That I think he's the president of basketball like, Yeah, he's made the trades and. Yeah. And Makes, he assembles the team. Yeah, Steve I remember. Kerr, yeah, Steve. I remember Steve Kerr was uh, on the like I was watching the like celebration for like 20, 20, 30 minutes after, and they're just like interviewing random people. 
like Steve Kerr was asked about stuff, and then he just didn't even answer. He just called over Bob Myers to talk instead of him. Yeah, he probably bored of all these championship things. Steve Kerr is starting to make a campaign for like probably like a top five coach of all time. Yeah. Um, I think I think if he like if he kind of goes through another generation of players, like let's say, let's say with like Poole, Wiseman, Kuminga, Moody, uh, let's let's say they become another like championship even win a couple then i think uh throughout their careers with kerr as the coach obviously then i think again you can make the argument well not again but then i think you can actually make the argument for him being better than pop yeah i agree with um because uh, pop let's like he went through for the most part one set of players yeah right he only went through the one and then i guess like Kawhi was kind of there but only at the not very really. start and then and that he never did anything else with Kawhi. But Tim Duncan was still there when Kawhi and them won, right? Yeah. So it's so just Tim Duncan's went, career, right? He went yeah, exactly. He went through Tim Duncan that that yeah. period with him. But I think if Kerr finishes up with these or these guys, like this big three, yeah. and doesn't and goes through another one and wins a couple rings, honestly, maybe even only one. Yeah, then I, I think would, they only need one. Then I wouldn't be too concerned about putting him over Pop. Um. Who's your one? yeah? Who's your best coach of all time? I don't, I don't know. Probably Pop. Really, yeah, probably Pop. Yeah. I don't really know, but I wouldn't mind putting Kerr over him if he does what I just yeah, said he needs yeah. to. But I don't um, know if he's gonna like coach that long. Honestly, he's not that old. I don't even think he's sixty yet. So I guess, but like, does he really want to not like just work his whole life? I don't know. Well, he's probably enjoys it. Like I yeah, doubt he just yeah. goes to work every day and just enjoys it. Head coach, maybe. I like. I don't know. Maybe he takes on a different role in the Warriors front office or something. That's less work. Maybe. I don't think there really is a major role in this. Like, I feel like Bob Myers' job is probably one of the hardest jobs on the planet. Yeah. Like within sports. Yeah. What running an NBA franchise is not easy, no. especially one that wants to be good. Now, I, to be fair, I don't think they'd ever fire Bob or Steve Kerr. I don't. I, don't, I think they're like practically safe as long as they want, up until obviously a certain point. But, um, yeah, I, I would. I would say I would call them safe. To be totally honest. Yeah. Um. Who else? What else? What else? What else? Yeah, Steve's a big one. I think that's about it for winners and losers. Yeah, I I, I think so. Um, I kind of want to talk about something that uh, revolves around your favorite team because uh, that was probably the biggest news post-championship. Um, Christian Wood being dealt to Houston for, was it Boban? Dealt to Houston. Oh, sorry, dealt to Dallas uh, for Boban, Sterling Brown. Was Trey Burke part of that? I think it was Marquis Chris. Marquis yeah, Chris, no, yeah, it was Marquis. Three or four bums. Yeah, and then and then the first. A bunch of scrubs, and then the twenty sixth overall pick. Now, at first, it seemed really bad, but then the more I thought about it, and the more realistic I got with Christian's trade value, a guy who wants out, a guy who's coming up on a contract extension where teams don't really know how much they should be paying him. Um, because it's hard to quantify like how good he really is since all of his like major production has come on terrible teams where he's really been the only competent basketball player for the most part. 
Um, yeah, it's hard to judge how much to pay him. The Rockets obviously weren't going to pay him. He didn't want to be part of a rebuilding team. I mean, he only signed in Houston in the first place because they had Russ and Harden, and he was like, okay, I'm finally going to win some games. Um, so they dealt him for the 26th overall pick, which really I can't ask for too much more. I, I still like, like I, it for both sides. Yeah, I think I think I uh, I worry about the Mavericks defense. Yeah, of uh, they didn't really address their biggest issue, which is I yeah, okay, Christian Blood. I think he matters it one half blocks away, but he's not really a rim protector. Um, maybe he'll grow. In maybe that aspect. I wouldn't bank on it though. Um, Me neither. But I like this deal for Houston too, because you know they clear out some space. They are going to be drafting probably Paulo Benchero. I think most people put money on that. So you now have Paulo and. Al P is your uh, front court, and getting rid of Christian. They are going to play zero defense. Gives them more minutes. Yeah, they're not going to play any defense. Uh, but I guess now they're getting they can get like thirty minutes per each, or something like that. Um, and Christian Wood, yeah, he didn't want to be there, uh, and apparently it was a locker room issue. I saw some stuff about that, but like I'm sure it's not yeah. that big a deal. Um, and yeah, he didn't want to be there. And um, I guess like like it can't be a bad trade if clearly you take your best offer for a player, right? You're not going to take a, a a worse offer for no reason. Um, so clearly that 26 pick was the best offer they were getting for him. So you got to get something. And they took. And they it. want an also. They also want a first for Eric Gordon. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to say too. that Christian Wood and Eric Gordon have the same value roughly. Um, yeah. I can see him getting a first though. It'll probably be like a from a like, contender, twenty-five-ish pick. Um, uh, what contender has that much money though? I don't know. Teams find a way to work around the cap. Yeah, I if guess. they need to. Um, Russell Westbrook. For Eric, Russell Westbrook. For like Eric Gordon and. <laughs> some, no. Thomas Burton. <laughs> no, you don't have Thomas Burton. No. Uh, no. Russell Westbrook will not be playing the Houston. That'd be funny. Um, John Wall. Oh my God! I keep on forgetting that John Wall exists on the Rockets. John Wall is on. The, the, uh, so like funny. I, there's no chance he sits another full year. What's it's gonna real. happen? There's, he's he's gonna either gonna get him? traded for like scraps or he's gonna get a buyout. But he's not playing again though. But he's not sitting another year. He's. I think that's already been made clear. Enough. Can't he just decline his? Well, I guess he doesn't want to decline his player accepts. option. Why the hell would he decline like a forty-six million dollar player option? Fair enough, just to get like he's a not. seven million or twelve million dollar. I don't know. Exactly, he's not. He's not declining. He's not. I don't even know if he get twelve million. But he's not declining that. Um, what else is there? What else is there? Yeah, I think it was a pretty solid trade for Houston. Wasn't too upset about it. Uh, I am terrified for the team's ability to guard literally anything next season. But they um, probably still don't want to be very good, so... Well, even if they wanted to be, they just aren't good. They just don't have a good team. Even if you kept Christian Wood and drafted Paolo, what, they're maybe like a 30-win team? So, I guess it depends on the type yeah, of job. They probably have money. They probably have enough money to go out there and sign Harden. Yeah, Harden. Yeah. He'd love to come back, I'm sure. But yeah. Actually, I don't think they do. Wow. Where? Where's the money going? Eric John Gordon. Wall's making. Oh right, John, John Wall's Wall. making like forty-six. I just forgot again. Eric Gordon's making twenty. Yeah. Um, Paolo's gonna be making twenty. What? Yeah. Once you get signed the first pick or the uh, no. top three pick, isn't it ten, 10 years? Yeah, that's not 10 twenty million it's, per it's year. Like ten. 
Yeah, per year though. Yeah, it's not twenty. It's twenty over two. I thought. Yeah. T- well, it's that's still not twenty and one. I guess that's true. Um, no, Paolo, no. Jalen Green's I think making like nine million this year. Um, who else is there? I don't know. But um, hmm. yeah, it's an okay trade for them. But another Houston guy I want to get traded. This one upsets me actually. Kenyon Martin Jr. So random. I went to the front office to discuss, and I don't understand it. First of all, Steven Silas annoys me greatly. He waited until right at the end of the season to start playing second big minutes. He, for whatever reason, dialed back Kenyon Martin Jr.'s role, even though he had a good rookie year. Um, and whenever he plays, he does well. Like he's he's he hits his threes. He tries on defense. Um, he like he doesn't have a huge role, obviously, because he's not that good and he's not that guy. But he's he's a solid player. He doesn't do much wrong, really. Uh, and like you suck anyways. Why are you not playing? Like there's a point where they're playing like Daniel House over him for parts of the season. It's like what's the point? You might as well just play Kenny Martin because first of all, the difference in level isn't that big. No. And also, one's like eight years younger than the other one. And you're trying to develop young players, so I don't know what the thought was there. Like, you're going to win, like, you're not winning more than 25 games no matter what you do, no matter who you play. So just, just, like, try things out. Like, be like the Thunder, where they're literally signing these random seven-footers who are skinny and can run really well. Kredsky? Yeah, he's like 6'10". I think he plays point guard, too. Just, like, do stuff like that. Like, why not? That's Even the Pacers like, were doing it, just signing random mad ants players. Like, like, li- literally, just season. just try things because there's literally nothing to lose. Hey, for it you, works. For you. It works though. Exactly. Like, maybe you'll find like even if you sign like th- twenty and you find one, you find like one guy who you can keep on your team long term. Pacers That's got good. some nice guys from that. Yeah, like like why not? You might as well. There's literally nothing to lose. So I I hope they don't trade him. Um, I liked him. Well, I do I still know, like yeah, him. I remember you like. He talked about him for a while when he was starting out. Yeah. I think it's I'm a fan of his. I think he'd be a good piece on the Rockets long term. Like, I, throughout the season, I really, really wanted to see lineups of, like, Kevin Porter, Jalen Green, Kenyon, Tate, and Sengu. Now, I know that lineup would be too terribly, but I don't care. I don't care if they win one games or not. Like, I just want to see, like, players under the age of, like, 23, except for Tate. Just play and hopefully one of them turns out to be good yeah for real that's all that matters uh so now we have uh should we start start off with should we just continue with uh trade stuff and yeah let's i actually just saw something like right now uh apparently jay nivy has not talked with the kings at all which is kind of funny well, the Kings probably don't want him. Like, the Kings haven't made any contact with him, which is very weird. The Kings the Kings probably don't. Well, they have no use for him. Hopefully, the, hopefully they, they traded uh, their pick to Indiana. Maybe that's why. Um, yeah. Let's hope so, because he wants to play there. And it's not too often when you see that. He didn't like a, say he, he just said it would be like an honor or something. 
Well, his mommy played in in Indiana Fever for the Fever. Who cares? And he went went to Purdue, and he it's his hometown. He's Rocco in Indiana. All right. Oh, there's another trade. Jermichael Green. OKC. Okay, so we're talking about OKC okay, and their random players. Well, uh, they traded the the 30th pick for Jermichael Green. I don't know why, but yeah, why did they do that? Because they also got a protected first out of Oh, the, okay. So they just the Oklahoma just keeps like pushing back their first round picks. Yeah, in, like 2029, they'll probably have like 16 in the first round in 2029. Yeah. So they'll be drafting half the first round pretty much. Um, so funny. It's one way to fill up big teams, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, it's probably since there's so many players they'd be drafting, probably half of them will be out of the league in a couple of years, even though they're good. Oh, I'm sure. Well, they'll probably just keep trading back and back, and then they'll just at one point they'll like trade up. They'll like go from like point, they'll trade all these picks for like a star player or something. Yeah, on like a bad team. Yeah. Um, yeah, they'll probably draft Chet. Jabari might probably gonna go one. Yeah. Chat two. Paolo three. Yes, Paolo. Welcome to Houston. Basically. Um Like I said, like I said, right once the lottery finished too, by the way. Except I thought it'd be Chet Jabari Paolo, but it's probably gonna be Jabari Chet Paolo now. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes as reporters refer to them as. Yeah, of course. Um uh, so should we talk about players that are trying to be traded or contract stuff first? Trades. We got a lot of stuff. Okay, so so we have um, DeAndre Ayton's also been like kind of a big story recently with um, the Suns not wanting to pay him, which we saw midway through last season, I guess, and. Um, now he doesn't want to be there, really. So uh, there's very likely a high chance of a sign and trade. Uh, I've seen like the Pistons being linked to them. Uh, who else? The Jazz. Um, but what what do you think about this? He's not that good, so he doesn't deserve a max deal. Uh, he's a solid defender. He's become like a good NBA player, but like he's not a max contract guy. He thinks he's a max contract guy. I'm assuming he thinks that Chris Paul takes away from his like offensive capabilities and it kind of restricts him in a way, which I can understand, but I don't agree with. Um, yeah, just not a huge fan of his, even though I was really high on him going into the draft. In hindsight, much higher than I should have been. But um, yeah, like if he wants out, don't force him to stay. He's not worth. He's not worth it. He's really not that incredible of a player. He's very replaceable, I think. Like, I wouldn't be worried at all about trying to find a a uh, a, a, a new DeAndre Ayton. Um, he offers a good amount on defensively, but that's about it. Offensively, pretty insignificant, even though I think he has potential to be a very good offensive player still. And Chris Paul has taken away from that in a way. But, um... Yeah, where would I want him? Where do I want DeAndre Eaton? I don't mind an Indiana fit. Yeah, I, I saw like that, that, but much. they're going to keep Miles. And I'm not a huge fan of it either. 
but I don't. They're also not going to trade their sixth pick, so. Oh, there's no Unless way they're, they're trying to trade Miles in the sixth pick. I saw it was Miles six and Duarte or something. Miles six and Duarte for no, yeah, that's it's a teams. lot. Uh, um, I think the Pacers will trade that pick though. You think they will? The Kings are gonna tra- I think the Kings are going to trade that. Uh, yeah, the, the Pacers. Pacers no apparently, reason. the Pacers are hard pursuing that pick, like the really hard. And I think Kevin Pritchard no could p- p- uh, uh, could pull it off. Yeah, I'm really hoping he does. I mean, like, there's no reason things things on the table for this except for Halliburton. It literally makes no sense for the Kings to stay up for. Yeah, it doesn't make draft Keegan Murray. Yeah. Because Maybe they like, could they could trade down, get Keegan Murray at six, and then oh yeah, you could you're, you'll uh, get Keegan at six. You get Keegan at six for sure. Um, um, it doesn't make any sense. Like not to take a guard. Like why would you take a guard? Um, taking Ivy, like yeah, Ivy's probably the highest potential guard. But out then of you have another logjam of guards that you just tried to get rid of. Exactly, you just drafted Davy on, and you still have and, Fox, and you just traded Tyrese to try and fix that. Exactly, and now you're gonna just and, plug the hole again. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Especially three like not. Like, huge I can't. I can't see either. the Kings. I, I see no, they like, won't we're gonna get that bomb. Do you think we're gonna get that uh, trade bomb on uh, on draft night? Draft night. Yeah. Oh man, draft that's night. draft night. Draft in three days. I know it's terrifying. I'm so scared. I booked off work. I'm so I booked off work just to uh, watch draft night. You know. I uh, I I had a shift originally on draft. Did you night. get it off. And I got someone to switch with me. I work tonight. That's instead. clutch. Yeah. I, yeah. Man, I was so. Like, I realized, I was like, oh, crap, the draft's on Thursday. So I was, like, scrambling to get the thing off. And because, you know, I got to get my post out first of all, the second I draft someone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm super uh, relaxed about this draft. Yeah, you don't got to. You already know who you've drafted. I know. Who I'm, last my, year, too, I knew who they were getting. has to be freaked out about. La- last year, I knew who they were getting, too. I knew realistically it was going to be Jalen Green, uh, even though I was hoping for Mobley. But I knew it was going to be Jalen Green. And now that I know it's Paolo, it's like. Now, I'm kind of curious what they do because they have another pick. I think it's like 17. I'm kind of uh, curious yeah, what they I, do with I, that I, 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 from Usman? Brooklyn. Usman Dieng. No, I don't think he'll fall that low. I think I've seen him projected to go there like to like EJ Liddell or something like that. No, I don't think he's going to fall that low. I don't know. I'm um, also excited. I kind of want Nikola Jovic, but yeah, he'd be I also want too. a player who's capable of guarding literally anyone. I guess. Um, uh, so I don't really know who I want there, but that one I'm really curious about, but I'm not too worried about it because, uh, I don't know. They have three there. They should get Paolo if they let, if, if Jabari, or Ch- honestly, I'm at the point now where I don't want anyone else but Paolo. Like Paolo is the player I want. Paolo is the one I'm the highest on. I don't want Chet. I do not want a Chet and Seng in front court by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> that would so be funny. awful. That'd be terrible. Uh, Jabari would still be cool. Jabari would be great, but at the same time, he again cannot dribble. That concerns me greatly. Um, Paolo is the most complete player right now by far. I think that I think there's no doubt yeah, about he's that. Very ready for the NBA. Uh, he's he's like NBA. He's the most NBA ready out of the big three, and he's also just really really good. Like he's probably the closest thing in this draft to a guy like Tatum. Even though he's obviously bigger than Tatum and not as much of a wing, like he's a lot closer to a big. Yeah, than Tatum's a lot though, I definitely wouldn't call him a big still. I think like someone ever comes Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, so those ones are. Those are, uh, hey, if hey, look, 
if the he's nowhere near as athletic as Blake Griffin was. Yeah, I know. Let's, I let's get that know. out of the way. But if you can get like a more skilled, less athletic Blake Griffin who doesn't get injured constantly with the third pick, I will take it any day. If that's if that's who they end up with, I will be so I will be absolutely uh I'll be overjoyed. That, that's what I'll be. Straight up. Yeah, I, you know, Pacers are looking like they're taking Matherin if they stay at six, which is fine. Which is a good pick. Fine by me. I like that pick. Uh, but, I, I mean, like I still well. think they should go all in for this fourth pick. Oh, Ivy and Halliburton lock in your half in, lock in your backcourt for, like, at least seven years. Uh, I mean, the same would happen with Matherin. Hmm? I, I mean, I guess so. Same. Yeah, I guess the same would happen. Like, this, like, I feel like Ivy's this on better. a different level. And... Well, like, I mean, at least, yeah, probably a different level. Uh, and, I mean, you already know that Ivy would like to, like, is very open to being in Indiana. Uh, I haven't looked into quotes from Matherin, but, um, I mean, like, Tyrese and Ivy would be just such a nice one-two punch. Uh, yeah, and teams would score for fun on them. That's yeah, that's facts. But, you would need to round out the roster with good defenders. Yeah, but, I don't know, they're still a really young team, too. I mean, minus, like... Chris Duarte, um, and like the outliers, the core is very young, is what I'm saying. Uh, of like, who is the core? Tyrese. As of right now, it's probably Tyrese Jackson. Isaiah um, Jackson is not part of their. Core. Yes, he is. He's so 100%, easily expensive. Hundred percent, he's part of their core. He's so easily. Oh, they would trade him. No. Yes, he's part Set of their core. Set a higher bar. They have a one man core right, right now. now. They have a one man uh, core. I don't know about yes. that. Yes. I don't know. They have a one-man core. Don't it's sleep, Tyrese Halliburton. Sleep on the boy They're not Isaiah, that good. Don't sleep on he's Isaiah. not good. He's not good. You didn't. Uh, you asked me about who he was on draft night Isaiah last year. Jackson. He's not good. Yeah, but and then I watched eighty games of him. Well, actually, I don't think he's he played in eighty games. Yeah, he's injured for like twenty of them. Yeah, but he's not that good. He's not bad. He's okay. But there's literally nothing special. He's only about twenty him. years old, man. That's okay. No, six years he'll be better than Miles Turner, maybe. No. No. No, oh, disrespectful. No chance. Um, let's talk Absolute about no how chance. the let's talk about a little more draft stuff. Picks twenty third pick and Danny Green. Sixers trying Shopped to around. trade that around. I don't know what Danny Green literally has zero trade value. Conversation to talk. It's just a contract. Uh, yeah, he just tore his ACL. T. Stiebel is loved by Daryl. Yeah, I guess. I don't know about that. Still hasn't learned how to shoot. I really um, have nothing to just graze over that, honestly. Yeah, I don't think like you're not getting much, if anything, for that. Like, maybe you get a competent role player for Danny Green. Twenty three and Danny Green. Yeah, you're just getting probably another Danny Green back. Yeah, but that's like decent. Or, like not injured. Yeah, hopefully. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty boring one to be honest. Seventy um, sixes are screwed. Let's be real here. They're screwed. They, they're, they oh, they're going to sign uh, Harden. Harden's uh, expected to take a lower year, a lower time length deal with the Sixers. Yeah, and for so, less money. Then. Yeah, I mean, two year. I'd like a two year, maybe a two plus one on team option or something. Yeah, or it'll be player. Yeah, it'll it'll probably be player. player. Yeah, because Harden wouldn't be getting a team option. Um, um, but it's fine. Yeah, that's, that's just the way you it think goes, it's still, I guess. They still have potential to improve the roster enough to win. A championship, I'd say. I'd win. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It it would take like it would take like everyone else getting injured. Yeah, probably. Then, um, they, then they might. 
Oh, the John Collins thing is interesting too. Uh, I don't understand it. John Collins being traded for a lottery I pick. I don't get it. I also don't really get it either. Like, okay, you want to trade into the, you're not getting a player better than in the lottery. Collins. Like, what would that be? In the lo- like this draft like is not not that it's like a one, incredible. It's like a one through like five, four. I wouldn't even say five. I don't like sharp. I don't understand it. I think there's still good uh, players at like till seven. There's good ones, but like, I'd like say till seven. There's good players, but are you just saying that just because Matherin? And Keegan Murray's probably going to be decent. Yeah, but you're not, not getting enough. a player better than John Collins. I yeah, like, um, no. Who I really like, I really like John Collins. I uh, still think Big Matherin just because I got to be, I got to be positive here. So that's my uh, Matherin's good, but like really, there's only like let's be real, there's really only like f- potentially like four guys in this draft. Yeah, four like stars. Four like yeah, that that's what like, that's what like the draft is. Superstar used. potential guys probably. Like there's, there's like, like there's like tier the tier one. Which but is the there could three. be guys that surprise us, obviously. Obviously, there there always is at least one. And Sharp but, uh, is like I, the total wild card. So I, no one I, knows if I that. if I don't like I wouldn't draft Sharp in the top eight probably. Hey, if I'm the Pacers, I'm taking. He hasn't played in a year and a half. I you're drafting Sharp at six. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh no, I wouldn't. If like if if unless like like I think that perfect situation for Sharp. Remember when uh Michael Porter fell to fourteen on the Nuggets. And like yeah. they didn't need Michael Porter, like they they just drafted him just because like why not like and whatever talent. why like just like just just because there's like there's potential there so it's like we might as well, and I think that's the type of situation where Sharp needs where he's like his first year he can pretty much just be like the thirteenth man, while they just like he effectively has his like college year, right, and um that but. No team drafting in the top five that takes him is going to let him do that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand taking him in De- if you're Detroit. I think Detroit also needs to be trying really hard to get Ivy because I don't think Keegan makes that much sense. Sharp makes zero sense. The only player that at that point at that point that would make sense is probably Matherin and uh, Matherin, maybe Dyson Daniels. Yeah, I've seen Dyson. Ivy. I see. I saw Dyson Daniels, Dyson Daniels like, to the shooting up. I saw draft Dyson list. Daniels to the Kings. Like he is projection. Like, he is I saw shooting up something draft like list. apparently the Kings have him insanely high on their draft board and want to draft him as soon as possible or something yeah, like he that. Yeah, he is. He is shooting up draft boards. Um, the Pistons might take him at five because apparently he's like shown that he's become a much better shooter since the G League season, which I still wouldn't put that much stock in because like a workout is a workout. A game is a game. Um, really good defender, defensive potential. Um, yeah, he's got a lot going for him. Jaden Hardy is another guy who is having the exact a lottery, opposite. Though. No, no, he's he like keeps first. like slipping. He keeps slipping. Late which is first, weird. early second. Um, That's what but, I've seen. Yeah, I no, I can't see him falling into the second. If he's in, available at the second, in the second, what? Don't the Pacers have like thirty first pick? Thirty one from the Rockets. Yeah. yeah, if he's available at thirty one, they have to take him. Yeah, I'm just drafting for talent at that point. Yeah, in this at that point, you just draft for like. Okay, but if the maybe Pacers take Matherin, I want his teammate though, Dalen Terry. Sure. No, take take Jaden. Mister Dalen. Take Jalen Hardy. Jaden Hardy. Um, yeah. So, Dyson Daniels. Like Jason Daniels, Matherin, or Ivy are the only real guys that I can really see fitting in Detroit. So they probably need to be hoping that the Kings take Dyson Daniels at four, so they can get Ivy. 
Um, yeah, if Ivy falls below four, that's pretty ridiculous because I think the gap between like like I here's just the way I see the draft. There's obviously the tier one, which is the three. Then there's tier two, which is just Ivy. Yeah, that's how. I and there's like a it. big gap, yeah. and then there's everyone else. Yeah. And I think like the gap between Ivy and the big three, it's pretty negligible too. Anyway, so it's just that none of the teams drafting the top three need a Ivy. They none of them need guards. Yeah. Actually, all of them have guards already. Yeah. Uh, what like Orlando have a Sorry. massive surplus of guards. Uh, Oklahoma, Giddy and SGA. Houston, they just drafted Jalen Green. They're not drafting Ivy. And they have Kevin Porter, I guess. Um, even though I don't think he'll be on the team without Tommy. But, um, yeah, there's just no need for Ivy. Like if, the, like, if the Pacers shot into the top three, they'd probably draft Ivy. Yeah. Like, if they were landed at three, they'd probably take Ivy at three. Um, which would be fine. Which would be totally fine. But, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's for draft at least. Uh, One thing, okay, this is like a lot. This of is stuff. totally unrelated to anything that we've said so far. But Montrez Harrell might be the Montrez Harrell and Jackson Hayes might be the two stupidest players in the NBA. Jackson Hayes is probably number one. Like this guy's always in trouble with something. How did Montrez Harrell get caught with three pounds of uh, illegal yeah. substances? Yeah, yeah, illegal substances. Three pounds. Um, if you're an NBA pounds. player, I don't know why this guy's driving stuff across the border on his own. Th- his... Not just not just some. Three pounds. Needs <laughs> to get it. Pounds. Why wouldn't you just get it? Someone to do it for you. I don't know. Forget that. Why are you even messing up? Like mixing yourself in with that business. Three pounds of it. Yeah, that's you're that, that's making time millions. Bars for this guy. Well, he's not gonna. No, he's not gonna get arrested. He for could. That. He's, he's an NBA yeah. player. He's not going. To, no, he's. You he, seen or he like just get out on bail. Like he's not gonna yeah. sit in jail. But um, three pounds. Right once I saw that, I was immediately like, "There's no way it was actually three pounds. Maybe it's three grams." But three pounds. That's insane. That that's ridiculous. And Jackson Hayes. I mean, look, the Jackson Hayes thing is less a lot less funny than the Montrez Harrell one. Like, yeah. I know the NBA would never do this, but what, Jackson Hayes, I think he was, like, beating his girlfriend or something like that? Yeah. I think. I, That's I what might it be wrong, was. But That's what it was. Yeah. The way I see it, uh, I think the punishment should be much harsher in terms of his NBA future. I think that's, like, very deserving of no NBA future from that point on. Because um, just from a league, like, from a PR perspective, what, you want someone who's beating people playing in your league? Uh, that's just that's just the way I look at it personally. I don't think someone who's caught doing the type of stuff that he was doing should be given opportunities to make millions and millions of dollars playing basketball. But um, yeah, and I think his punishment should have been much harsher than it was. Uh, it's just community service and lessons and probation, right? So that one's a lot less funny than the Montrez Harrell one. Um, yeah, but Montrez Harrell got caught with three pounds. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. Um, no, that's 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 stupid. That's that's that. Honestly, there's no other way to describe it other than that's just stupid. It is quite stupid. Um, 
So I'm like just looking through our list of things we have here. Uh, we could throw in another thing with uh, Brogdon. Thankfully, is being shopped around. Uh, Not a surprise. And the Wizards are interested. Uh, please be dumb enough to trade for him. Uh, just somebody take Brogdon for like a second round pick. I really don't care what it is. Just get him out of Indiana. Um, which is fine by me. I mean, I just talk about it. Maybe when oh, when the fourth one thing comes around, I don't know. One thing. Uh, okay, they won't trade him for the fourth because the Kings don't need guards. You keep t- saying that to me. There's no chance Brogdon ends up in in Sacramento unless they're getting Davion back, which makes no sense again because then they just have Ivy, Tyrese, and Davion. So they might as well have just all stayed in Sacramento. But um, but. One thing that's really interesting is the Hawks going after Rudy Gobert. Now, if that's what they're trading Collins for, I still don't get it because why are you trading Collins and keeping a front court of Onyeka and Rudy and Clint? I, and Clint, I forgot about Clint. Uh, I assume Clint maybe they be. Do- would be the most I assume my guess. My guess is the Collins thing is separate, and then they'd be looking for Clint. With for Rudy somehow, but again on Yeka, you who you just drafted sixth overall, what like two years ago? Yeah, like you're effectively just kind of like saying like shoot to him. Um, he's getting screwed over terribly. I feel bad for him, but yeah, like I don't really, I don't, I don't know what their plan is here. Uh, if they're trading on Yeka separately, okay, fine, but there's no point in keeping him around and having Rudy go. But Rudy Gobert is a huge difference maker for that team. Rudy Gobert is a huge difference maker for that. Rudy Gobert is obviously a huge difference maker for any team he goes on. He's the by by far and away the best defender to uh, to play on playing the NBA right now. Like no one is comparable. Let's be honest with ourselves. He's quite literally miles ahead of everyone else. Um, miles Turner. No. Because he said uh, miles. No. It's they're spelled differently. I know. It's a play on words. That's all what Playing Words is. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Um, but he's so good. Uh, but I wonder what they'd have to give up. But I honestly want him to end up in... Chi- I want Rudy in Chicago. I want them to give up Vooch and, like, picks, but not Patrick Williams. Send him to Chicago. That'd be cool. Rudy, Lonzo, Patrick Williams, Caruso. Then you've still got DeMar and Zachary. Then, then... The Bulls would be a good team. They wouldn't be pretenders anymore. They'd be an actual good team. Yeah. That's one um, thing they're missing is the interior D there for sure. They're missing defense, period. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that'd be pretty sick. Um, hmm. Actually, one thing that I kind of want to mention, uh, a couple things really. The Nets and Kyrie can't agree on something supposedly. And the suit, potential suitors. Now, New York makes sense. Lakers. I, I don't know how New York would afford it. Um, they'd have to give up Randall or something like that to someone. But how in the Lord's name are the Los Angeles Lakers going to get Kyrie Irving? It would be like a Russell Westbrook thing. Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant on the same team again. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm, and Kyrie and happen. Durant are best friends or something like that, right? 
it's I, I, I don't know. But it's that's not gonna happen. Um Kyrie's probably gonna end up staying in Brooklyn because Katie's kinda gonna ensure that, I assume. Um, but yeah, why are the Lakers just thrown in there? Like there's no there's no logic behind that. Like the Lakers can't afford Kyrie on a max deal. Um yeah, no, it's just stupid. Let's be honest with ourselves. It's, it's he's just staying awesome. in Brooklyn. That's all I know. Um, yeah, he's staying in Brooklyn. Same way like Zach Levine. Yeah. Everyone was saying like, oh, he might. He yeah, might no, he's, he's, he's a balls. He's, you know, he's, he's obviously going to stay in Chicago the whole time. Oh, uh, Bradley um, Beal. I guess he's part of that like little uh, free agency thing. Bradley Beal's staying he's too. Already, he's already, apparently he's been recruited a lot this summer, but he's already made up his mind of where he's going yeah, or staying. Everyone knows and he's, he's staying. And he's already made his mind. And he's, but he won't say. He won't say until whenever. I don't remember. But yeah, he's Everyone he's a wizard. Staying. He's a wizard. So uh, he's staying a wizard. There's no chance. He's just gonna. The wizards are probably gonna try and get Brogdon. Yeah, probably try and get um, Brogdon to try and compete again in quotation marks. Um, compete for a first round exit. Um, compete, yeah, compete for a first round exit or a plan, yeah. <laughs> plan spot. Yeah, like they're, they're <laughs> realistically a plan spot. Bradley wants his. Money. They're not gonna be Fair better than that Westbrook Beal team anytime no. soon. No, no, no. no. No, no. Like, I'm if you close. couldn't do it with Westbrook, you're not doing it with Brogdon. No, no. Because Westbrook, no, like, no. was probably the best player on that Wizards team. Yeah. Personally, I agree. I'd say. I, I agree. No, drop off has been insane, but yes, he was the best player on the team. Um, oh, there's another thing that I wanted to. Kenny Atkinson just bailed oh, on that. That was head so funny. Job. I texted you that, that is and you did not believe wild. me. That is I saw that notification. <laughs> it's like Atkinson liked to stay as head assistant in Gold State. I started laughing. It was so funny. So that basically, he signed a four-year deal in Charlotte, which you, me and Mark were talking about how we loved that in the last episode. Yeah, I was so excited. Then, oh, we had a question. Is one of our graphics. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was like... Uh, where, where was it? I got to pull this up quickly. Okay, um, we said... Um, where did it go? Uh, I can't remember where it was, but um, anyways, I think we said that about Atkinson and such. Um, maybe I just forgot to post it. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't realize that. Nice. Um, but yeah, we were very high. We liked that pick, and it uh, is back to... So basically, the... Hornets are back to their interviewing stage. They had Stotts and D'Antoni as their two other candidates, and now they're back to that stage of interviewing and seeing what they like. Um, cool, I guess. It's it's they got screwed. Like, because the the candidates that didn't get picked are now going to be like, oh, like I'm not sure I want to be your second option, and that's totally fair enough, right? Like. That that's 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 totally fair. I I can't can't blame them for that. Like I don't know if I'd want to like go in for a job. They pick someone else. That guy bails on them, and they're like, okay, I guess we'll give it to you now instead. But Kenny Atkinson just lost out on so much money. Like I'm sure he's financially sound. I'm totally certain of it. I'm not worried about his pockets. But he lost probably lost out on like tens of millions of dollars. Like, I'm assuming he was going to make near $20 million off that contract. And I can't see him get even making a million dollars as the assistant on the Warriors. I don't know if those numbers sound crazy to you. 
they might be I might be totally off. Um but yeah. That that's uh interesting. Yeah, it's it was it was a, it was a wild turn of events. I didn't believe it. Cuz what type of guy gets a head is a, it was a head coach loses his job becomes a top assistant gets another opportunity a pretty good opportunity too like it's not like he was he got like the rockets coaching job he got the the charlotte hornets coaching job which let's be real with each other that's a pretty good job to get as a as a coach young team developing like you've got all that stuff you've got all that going that way for that team and they're just like nah let me be the assistant now, wait, here's my here's my theory. Here's my theory. You were talking about um, how long would Steve Kerr keep coaching? Is your mic muted? No, now it's fixed. Oops. Yeah, you muted it. You Meant fool. to say, uh, I thought you were I, talking about Kerr time, right? Yeah, I was talking about, about like the Kerr possibility of going like stepping down to a smaller role. Exactly. Now, hear me out. What if Kerr told Atkinson he's not sure how much long he wants to do this? Oh, and then Atkinson said... And then we just saw the Celtics like, uh, what's his face? What's that guy's name? He's He runs the Jazz now. What was his name? Ah, oh, he was like called like the best GM in the league for a while, then he did a bunch of stupid stuff. Oh, no, what's his I name? Ah. Oh, find it. Oh, what's his name? The no, Celtics? He used to run the Celtics, then he stepped down and, Danny and Brad Stevens took his Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge stepped down. Brad Stevens went to Danny Ainge's spot. Danny Ainge then hired his, one of his assistants as the coach. Bob Myers steps down. Steve Kerr goes up. Kenny Atkinson. Oh, what okay, if? Okay. Now, there's literally nothing nothing to suggest that. That's like literally. Interesting. There is literally nothing to suggest. Like there has been no no reports, no nothing. I'm quite literally just like that's just the thought that came into my head. Because that's the only way I can actually justify turning down that Charlotte job to stay as the assistant and going stay. It's like it's like the if you stay, you're like first in line for the head coaching job when Kerr steps down. But how old is Steve Kerr? I don't even think he's sixty. Steve Kerr is like fifties. Yeah, okay. Steve Kerr's not stepping down for a while, so I, I that that is almost definitely not the plan. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know what he was thinking to be honest. Yeah, yeah. it's quite confusing. Uh, they still it lost is. Mike Brown though. He's going to the Kings. Not uh... yeah, Mike Brown. We'll see how he does. I'm kind of interested. I like watching teams with new coaches. To be honest, because like the way I watch basketball. Yeah, I try to watch as many Rockets games as possible, but it's kind of hard when you see them lose almost every game. So now I'm kind of at the point where I just watch like bless you. I'll watch other games over Rock. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for blessing me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, what's his face? I I kind of at the point where I just watch like an interest a game that might be interesting instead of the Rockets game. Um, so like it, whenever I see teams with new coaches. Or if I see like two teams that both have new coaches facing off, then I'd rather watch that over the team. And I'm probably gonna watch a bunch of Kings games this year, depending on who they draft to, especially. But honestly, I'm gonna be excited to watch the Rockets because they have Paolo now. 
and I don't just have to watch the Jalen Green show where he like does a bunch of stupid stuff for forty minutes a game. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Very, very, very interesting, Mister. It is interesting. Fan. It's suffering. No, it's not. Um, so it's great. Now it's a that great I think time about to be it, I just realized that our episode from last week, I don't even think it was it was posted. You didn't post it? I'm not the one who posts it. So <gasps> it's, No. Yeah. It's, uh, now it's they'll get week. a double whammy of episodes. I then. guess they'll get a double whammy of episodes. Uh and I, I mean I guess we discussed things that aren't the finals, but Oh well. The Kenny Atkinson stuff's gonna be outdated. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talked about Mr. Ham and the jazz, mainly, I think. But we'll post it. We'll see how that goes. Um, Yeah. Oh, well. Sigh. But I don't think we have too much else for today. No, I think we're we're done. I think today... Um, Today was a... A, a rumor-filled rumor uh, oh, yeah. episode, the, the draft, the draft. So, so you know, Sunday, um, or whenever you we'll record, be back to talk about uh, the draft. we'll be back to talk about the draft, uh, and uh, we're excited, so... I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very excited, too. Paolo! Should I, should I make Paolo oh, apparently, my first I just ever basketball jersey from The Athletic, uh, that the Rockets have zeroed in on Paolo, by the way, so... It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like they're they're like the Rockets. Honestly, just one last thing about the Rockets draft. There, the Rockets honestly got the best pick possible. Like Raphael Stone is probably ecstatic that they got three because that gives him the most job security. Yeah, because then they don't have to bank it, on one of the three guys, and then it's exactly. like the first they pick's get the worst one for the for them, I guess. Because if you draft exactly. a bust out of the three, then exactly, then you're because. Like, like let's, because the gap, gap between each one of the three is pretty small. Like that's, that's, that's always, it's always been like thought and known that the gap between the three isn't big. Like that's, that's not new. I'm not just saying that now because the Rocks have three. That's always been what people have said. It's, there's a gap. Okay. But it's, it's pretty small and it, it interchanges a lot. Like there's no set order, but if you drafting one and let's say you draft Jabari and like Chet and, uh, Chet and Paolo become sick. And then Jabari sucks, you're probably getting fired. Oh yeah, as the GM. But now that you're at three, because you, you don't have to just get whichever like one left. that everyone else didn't want. So then you're exactly. And like, let's say you get the bust, then you can be like, okay, but who else is I supposed to take? Yeah, because it was a like lock, you, you, right? you're this this is like you're safe. Like this yeah. is the safest spot to pick. Now I don't think Paulo is going to be a bust. I'm not insinuating that in any way because he's a cool prospect, but. Like for Raphael, Raphael Stone is probably the happiest out of the three GMs, because he literally just gets whatever's left, and he's mm-hmm. safe. His job is safe, no matter what. Until he takes so, Ivy. If he takes Ivy three, <laughs> if he takes Ivy, okay, I'll say I'll say this right now. If he takes Ivy three, uh, I am no longer a Rockets fan. Damn, okay. I am I I am an NBA fan. Okay. I don't enough, care for the Rockets. Enough, I'm an end. If I have to watch a Jaden Ivy and Jalen Green backcourt next season, I won't watch it. Honestly, it's that simple. I just won't watch it. Just straight, just to be totally honest, I just won't watch it. Like that. That's all there is to it. But uh, yeah, it's uh, 
We're good. NBA please, draft. Please, here don't we come. Here here we come. please don't mess this yeah. up, Please don't mess this up. We got to pray, for, pray for our franchises. Um, but no, with that, have up. a good uh, rest of your evening, morning, afternoon, night, whenever you're listening. And we will for sure catch you next week with all the draft coverage that you need. Have a good one.